Our celebration of the Lord's Supper is a responsive uh, reading and understanding, even as we respond to God's grace to us demonstrated in the Supper. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. By whom you made the world and all things living and beautiful, we bless you for your continual love and care for every creature. We praise you for forming us in your image and calling us to be your people. Above all, we thank you for sending Jesus to deliver us from the way of sin and death by the obedience of his life, by his suffering upon the cross, and by his resurrection from the dead. We praise you that he reigns with you in glory and ever lives to pray for us. We give thanks to God that our Savior, Jesus Christ, before he suffered, gave us this memorial of his sacrifice until his coming again. For on the night of his arrest, he took bread, and after giving thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup after supper and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. Your death, O Christ, Creator God, show forth among us the presence of your life-giving word and Holy Spirit to sanctify us and your whole church through this sacrament. Grant that all who share the communion of the body and blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ, may be one in him and remain faithful in love and hope. And as this grain has been gathered from many fields into one loaf and these grapes from many hills into one cup, Grant, O Lord, that your whole church may soon be gathered from the ends of the earth into your kingdom. To God our Maker, to Christ our Lord, and to the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. (laughs) Sing our song of approach, and the serving elders can come forward at the end of the song.
We take part in the sacrament in the assurance of our faith. Please join me in saying together the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Congregation of Jesus Christ, in the assurance of our faith, the Lord has prepared his table for all who love him and trust in him alone for their salvation. All who are truly sorry for their sins, who sincerely believe in the Lord Jesus as their Savior, and who desire to live in obedience to him as Lord, are invited and welcome to come with gladness to the table of the Lord. The bread will now be distributed.
As we take and eat, we remember, we believe, that the body of our Lord Jesus Christ was broken for the complete forgiveness of all our sins. Wine will now be distributed. The clear liquid is grape juice. Remember and believe that the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ was poured out for the complete forgiveness of all our sins.
we respond in a prayer of thanksgiving. I'll begin, and then you join in towards the end. Glory to God the Father, who brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, and crowned him with glory and honor. Glory to God the Son, who lives to plead our cause at the right hand of God, and who will come again to make all things new. And glory to God the Holy Spirit, who brings us the taste of the good word of God and the power of the age to come. Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor, power and might be to our Lord forever. Amen. Our song of thanksgiving is Jesus Messiah.
It's time for our children's message. Could I get all the uh, grades 3 to 6 come forward today? Grades 3 to 6, please. I hear it's not much fun back there when you can't see what's going on, so we have a table here so with way back people but there can see it too. How are you guys this morning? Good. This morning, I need some help. Oop. Okay, we're good now. So, what's this? I need some help here. Can you guys help me decorate it? Come on. There's lots of stuff in there. Is that all of it? Okay, throw that on. Oh, you need that for the top of that, don't you? Go ahead. Sure, why not? Fantastic, thanks. You guys want to sit down again? So there's our tree, hey? Gorgeous. Uh-oh. <laughs> that didn't quite work out so well, did it? Hmm, that's a little problematic, isn't it? Now the table's in the way. So this morning, Pastor Mike is going to be preaching from the book of Haggai. You know that book? You know it's somewhere in the Bible, right? Yeah, it's not too often we read that one, is it? Well, in Haggai, we come to the story. People have returned from captivity. We heard about that a little in the video this morning, too. They returned from captivity, and they returned by the hand of God, right? God led them back. Now, the temple, God's house, it's in ruins. But all their houses are doing great. It says, it says in the Bible that they're all richly decorated. So that's not so good, is it? No. 
No, and this isn't a thing of, of you know, not having their homes, have to build a, a church before they can build their homes. It's not that. It's more of a question of what place God has in their lives. We're no different. Because things that we like, things that are really important to us, we place on a pretty high priority. That, yeah, they're not much fun. They go pretty low, right? Like maybe emptying the garbage. Like maybe cleaning up after your pet. That's really low on the list, isn't it? <laughs> we might put sports or hobbies ahead of chores, right? You know, God tells us in the New Testament to seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added to you as well. So what about us? God asks us as well, where will we place God in our priority level? We place him up here or do we Kind of a little down, sometimes way down. Yeah, that's true. So where do we place church? Worshiping, coming to church. Uh, sometimes higher, sometimes lower. What about Sunday school? We are learning about God. Is that a little higher? Awesome. What about, you get later, gems and cadets? And some of you, in the fairly near, fu- near future, choose youth. Where do we place that? Where do we place daily reading of God's Word? It's great at dinner time. What about yourself personally? Where do we place that? And what about Bible studies? These are all good questions. Where will we place God? We got nothing here. That was our problem with our tree, right? What was the problem with the tree? Why did it fall down? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it had no base, nothing to stand on, right? So it went floop and down on the ground. Take a look at our tree here. Without a proper base. Everything fell apart, right? Everything's all over the place. And without our proper foundation of God, our lives go in turmoil too, don't they? Yeah, we need, not that we want that proper base, we need. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you as well. Let's pray. Father God, Lord, we draw nigh to you again. Lord, we, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, as we uh, have the opportunity to open your word, Lord, and we can, we can read from Haggai, Lord, and, and we can learn, Lord, some of the things we learn from the negative side, Lord, we see negative results, and, and we learn from that. Some are positive, Lord, and, and Lord, as we read your word, Lord, we pray that each one of us might be drawn closer to you through that. 
And, Lord, that we would recognize the base, the support that we need. And that, Lord, that we would turn to you and, and rely on you for our support. Lord, I pray that you would be with us this week, Lord. And that we don't just seek that support on Sunday mornings and Sunday afternoons, but but all through the work week, Lord, and that we would look to each day we seek to open your word. Lord, I pray that you would be with us now this rest of this day. Lord, I pray that you be with Pastor Mike as he brings forth your word. That be clear that each one of us may, may understand and that we might bear much fruit in the coming week. We ask these things in your name. Amen. You guys can go back to your seats and uh, preschool to grade two. You can go down to Sunday school. Sixty-eight in your pew Bible, starting at chapter one. <laughs> All right, we good? Okay, we're reading from Haggai this morning, page fourteen sixty-eight in your pew Bibles, starting at chapter one. In the second year of King Darius, on the first day of the sixth month, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai to Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah and to Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. This is what the Lord Almighty says. These people say, the time has not yet come for the Lord's house to be built. Then the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. Is it a time for yourselves to be living in your paneled houses while this house remains a ruin? Now this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much, but have harvested little. You eat, but never have enough. You drink, but never have your fill. You put on clothes, but are not warm. You earn wages only to put them in a purse with holes in it. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. Go up into the mountains and bring down timber and build the house, so that I may take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. You expected much, but see, it turned out to be little. What you brought home, I blew away. Why? declares the Lord Almighty, because of my house, which remains a ruin, while each of you is busy with his own house. Therefore, because of you, the heavens have withheld their dew, and the earth its crops. I called for a drought on the fields and the mountains, on the grain, the new wine, the oil, and whatever the ground produces, on men and cattle, and on the labor of your hands. Then Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the whole remnant of the people obeyed the voice of the Lord their God, and the message of the prophet Haggai, because the Lord their God had sent him, and the people feared the Lord. Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, gave this message of the Lord to the people. I am with you, declares the Lord. So the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the spirit of the whole remnant of the people. They came and began to work on the house of the Lord Almighty, their God on the 24th day of the sixth month in the second year of King Darius. On the 21st day of the seventh month, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. Speak to Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, 
to Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and to the remnant of the people. Ask them, who of you is left who saw this house in its former glory? How does it look to you now? Does it not seem to you like nothing? But now be strong, O Zerubbabel, declares the Lord. Be strong, O Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord, and work, for I am with you, declares the Lord Almighty. This is what I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, and my spirit remains among you. Do not fear. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In a little while, I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations, and the desired of all nations will come, and I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord Almighty. The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty, and in this place I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. Good thing you had the page number there, hey? Haggai. Just a, a small prophetic book, but very powerful and tying into our Advent, our Christmas time. Our text is from verse 7 of chapter 2, that sense of, I will shake all nations and the desire of all nations will come. Our 